Hello, there is Gareth here, and uh, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Well, this is episode 29, this one. So I hope you're well. And uh, what I want to talk about today is something that I am really into at the moment. And I want to talk about the power of imagination and visualization. And this is something that over the kind of, well, the course really the last, I would say, four to eight weeks, I've really started to get a deeper kind of understanding of. When I first started in personal development, going back into the late 90s, I remember it was the first thing that I kind of was was shown or taught, if you like. Because when I got into this, I was actually in rehab in Scotland um, for my um, alcohol addiction. And the one thing that I found it very difficult to be able to do was to to contemplate life without drink. You know, what would it be like to live sober? Because, you know, for, for 10 years of my life, it had been completely run by drinking and alcohol and all the nonsense and misery that goes with that. So it was there where somebody suggested that, you know, if you want to have a more successful chance to be staying sober long term, you need to imagine and visualize what your sober life would be like. So we were given kind of tasks every day, every every morning. We used to have a little group meeting and we'd be given exercises to do. And one of the exercises was to write down in detail um, our, or my view, or ours as the group was, but I wrote mine down, the what would my sober life be like? And we did that. And then once we'd written it down, our task every day was to visualize that with, with graphic detail. So actually sit down, close his eyes, imagine that that's the life we were living. What would it look like, feel like, smell like, taste like? And I have to say, when I eventually came out of rehab and started living my life again, a lot of what I'd imagined in those um, sessions on the morning came to pass. Um, and I and that was my first ever experience of visualization and imagination in, in a very positive way. Uh, the one thing that then became clear is it, it, that was the point when I left that I got more into my own personal development. I started reading more books, listening to more uh, CDs, but they were back then in tapes. and um, There were no digital downloads in the, 90, the late 90s. Um, but I used to listen to a lot of tapes, read a lot of books, and they all had some reference. It's, it's amazing um, how many um, personal development books or self-help books have some section that will talk about visualization imagination. It's in pretty much all of them. And I believe the reason it's in all of them is because it actually works. I think it's a really um, clever thing, a very simple thing to be able to do, and it's very effective. Um, but then something happened, and I think it fell out of fashion a little bit because um, a lady came along with a book, and the lady was name was Rhonda Byrne, and she wrote a book called The Secret. And The Secret was a massively popular best-selling book. Um, it's still in the shops now. Any, any kind of bookstore you go into, if you go into the self-help personal development section, you will always be able to find a copy of The Secret. And Rhonda Byrne took this concept of visualization um, to a whole different level. She wrote a book about it. And um, I have read the book, I have to say, and... Um, how can I put this? Most people who know anything about personal development or work in this kind of field uh, don't really rate the book too much. Um, it's it's a very very um, it's written for people and it's filled with this concept that you know you just visualize what you want and it miraculously appears. And that's that's kind of the premise of the book. You sit there, imagine with detail what you want, which is a good thing, and then you know it, it will come to pass in your life. 
and and you, you know you don't need to be too um, switched on with personal development or you just have to be not that naive to understand that's probably not going to work um you can sit on your couch all day and imagine a wonderful life um but that's what wonderful life won't happen unless you take action and i think that's where the secret really lets itself down Yes, the visualization is important, using imagination to see where you want to be or what you want to um, have or do in your life. That's great. But it doesn't talk about doing the work um, in between. Uh, the, the, the action is where it's at. You know, the action is so important. I don't care what you're doing in life. If you're not taking action, you're never going to move forward. In fact, Probably in many cases, you'll move backwards. If you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. I always say that to people. It's like, you know, if you're not if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, there's a lot of these kind of, if you like, words or these little phrases that we use or are used in person development. But I'll say the same thing. You cannot stand still. You must move forward. You've got to be adapting. You've got to be taking action because action moves us forward. And I'm a big believer in taking big action. But when you start to visualize first, um, the action that you'd take... Um, will be different. I'll explain more as, as we go on. So with visualization, you have got to consider something in your life right now that you want to improve. And I've been looking at this recently because I'd forgotten this. And obviously I've forgotten it. I've forgotten the power of it. And through certainly the first lockdown and into the second lockdown, I've done a considerable amount of reading. I've gone back through all the books that I read when I first got into personal development. Um, some of those are kind of um, textbooks and kind of very academic. Some are more kind of conceptual. But I really, really forgot how much I used to visualize, you know, starting, like I say, in Scotland, that helped with sobriety. And when I set up my business, I visualized the future of that. And again, that helped me with my business. Um, in my relationships, you know, finding the people that have come into my life all came through visualization. And when you start to look at something, you start to focus on it in a different way. So, but you've got to take reaction because, you know, you could visualize, let's say you've got an issue with your weight or you want to run a marathon. You know, you can sit and visualize losing weight all day long. You can visualize running the marathon all day long, but you aren't going to lose the weight or run the marathon just by visualizing it. But what it will do is it will inform the choices you make. And this is the importance of visualization. When you focus on the outcome you want or the, so going to something that you desire, you, you will start to focus differently on the choices that are around you that come up. So if we take it into the, the, the losing weight scenario, if your choices, if you, if you feel focused on wanting to lose weight, you know you probably eat the wrong things now, that's why you put the weight on, you want to change that, which is a good thing. You visualize yourself all skinny and slim on a beach somewhere, fantastic. You, you imagine it with such detail that you can you can almost smell the, 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 the beach air, you can, you can feel the sun on your back, fantastic. But if you don't take the choices and make better choices about the food you're eating, you're not going to lose the weight. And when you focus on where you want to go, that um, informs the choices you make. So if you're trying to lose weight, you probably shouldn't be still eating the donuts and you shouldn't be having the double portions of pizza on a Friday night. That sounds simple. And it's true because it, you know, it's obvious. And the same thing if you're imagining wanting to run a marathon. You know, if you're visualizing that, you know you're going to have to make choices like going out running on a regular basis. Maybe looking at your diet so you can run longer and, and fuel yourself properly. But when you know where you're going and you can imagine it, these choices become easy to make and actually they become more apparent. There's something that 
I, I often share this with people to talk about the power of focus in regards to visualization. If you decide that you want to buy a new car, and let's say that car is a red BMW, and you visualize a red BMW, what you will start to notice is when you then go out driving or you're out anywhere, you will notice more red BMWs going past you. Now, it wasn't that there's more red BMWs appeared all of a sudden. It's just that your attention is now focused on that thing that you want, that you're imagining. So you'll see it. It'll come up. You say, oh, there's another really red BMW. Oh, there's another red BMW. You know, you'll start to focus on that because that's the what you're imagining. It's in your mind. It's, it's in your consciousness. So you start to see more of that. So wherever you're visualizing in the future, when you focus on that and you visualize that and you start to imagine it, the choices to get you there will start to appear. The thing with visualization, I have, I have to say, because of the secret, it's become something that I think people have over-egged. You know, I, I have been with people who talk about it in a very similar way to Rhonda Byrne. You know, just visualize what you want. You sat there in your car and you can feel the steering wheel. And you can, and, and some people are just turned off by this. You know, it sounds starts down very woo-woo. You know, you're starting to get people kind of almost becoming, obs not obsessed with it, but they rattle on about it. Just visualize it. Just visualize it. And... That's not the case. It sounds woo-woo, and that's why I don't think people sometimes take it seriously. Uh, what I'm here to inform you through this podcast is, look, I use visualisation a lot, and it does work, but it only works if you take the action. And 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 the reality is, your visual. If you listen to this, listen to this. I guarantee that you imagine the future and you visualise. You're very good at it. And if you're worried, and, and so that's a simple question: Do you ever have you ever worried about something? that's going to happen or might happen. And most, you've got to say, yes, everyone's done that. That's you visualising. You're imagining an outcome that hasn't happened yet. You imagine in such vivid detail that it starts to affect how you feel. You start to feel upset, angry, you know, um, anxious, all these things because you visualise an outcome that hasn't happened yet in a way that you think it's going to be and it's affected how you physically feel. That's visualisation. That's using your imagination. And that's how we make ourselves worry. So all you've got to do is flick that around. If you start visualising and focusing on the future being really good and great outcomes coming to you, that's going to make you feel better. Even before you take the action, you're going to feel better. And I think, again, the problem with the, the secret was is when you were visualising what you wanted, it made you feel really, really good because, yeah, it's exciting to visualise a more optimistic, successful, happy future. Where it falls down is if that thing doesn't start to come, you start to lose faith and you think, oh, it's not happening. And then you start thinking it's a lot of rubbish and then you put the, the secret away and as it should be put away, to be honest. But you then start to lose faith. What we have to do is focus on that that we want and not doubt that we can get there. Not doubt that that thing will appear in his life. But we need to be willing to take the action. And another example of how you can visualize and prove that you know how to visualize, because people sometimes say, oh, I have a hard time visualizing stuff, you know, I don't work that way, my mind don't work like that, bollocks. This is, now, it's imagine the front door of your house. Can you imagine the front door of your house? What color is it? Do you know what it looks like? Has it got a number on it? Of course you can imagine the front door of your house. You've seen it many times. So if I ask you to do that now, you've probably not stood at your front door listening to this podcast, so you've had to visualize that simple so we all know how to visualize the future and get emotional about that when we worry we all worry we can all imagine what a door looks like at the front of his house so we all know how to visualize and use his imagination these are the things that 
a simple... And I've been doing a few blogs recently. In fact, I've done a blog about visualisation today. And I've been talking about simple things in the last few blogs I've wrote. Simple things you can do to improve your mood, improve your well-being, improve your thinking. And visualisation is something that's really, really simple, incredibly powerful, yet so very few people do it in the right way. You know, the fact so many people would, it shows me people do use it. They're just using it in the wrong way. You've got to focus on what you want in a way that it becomes so real. So when I was back in Scotland, I, I could imagine myself, I imagined myself at the East Coast of Yorkshire in the little holiday home I had there. And I used to imagine the, the, the sea air and, and I was walking on the beach feeling really healthy. I could, I could feel the, the sand underneath my shoes. I, I, could, I could hear the, the, the sea and I could hear the wind. I, I, could, I could taste that salty sea air you get around the east coast of Yorkshire. You have to imagine it that way. That's what I did. That's why I believe I had the successful sobriety. So you have to imagine and believe it in a way that it becomes real to you, that you're almost in it. Because the thing about your brain is it doesn't know the difference between something you actually did and something you imagined. So the minute you start to imagine yourself in that future that you want, your, your, your brain will think, wow, you know, we're there. Look, we're there. It won't know that it's not real and it'll start to take you towards it and it'll offer you the choices to get there because it will think... And the one thing about this is you should never deny where you are. I need to be clear on this. Don't be deluded into thinking that I'm just going to think about a positive future when the now's rubbish. Don't, don't be upset by the now or what you currently have because that's your starting point. Where you want to be is what you want to focus on. And actually the fact you're where you are now and where you want to be will create an element of tension. And that tension is what will drive us forward because rather than sat there worrying about it, what you want to be doing is thinking, here's where I am is where I want to go. And the tension between the two points, because we always, you know, if we wanting to move, it means we're not 100% happy where we are. We have to use that tension to allow ourselves to take the action and follow through towards where we want to be. So you've got to imagine it with vivid, vivid detail. And the minute you put it into your mind, it will imagine it to be true. And the options and opportunities to get to that point will show themselves. And like I said, if this does sound woo-woo, I'm not asking you to do anything other than give this a go. And you have to put time into it. You can't just sort of sit there and think, yeah, I'll visualise where I want to be and just have a quick five minutes when you're on your way home in your car. You have to put time and invest in this. The best time to do your visualisation for me is one of two things, either when you've got a very... You've got some quiet time during the day. You see, maybe you've got 15, 20 minutes where you're by yourself, no distractions, radio, noise or anything, and just sit there in silence and visualise the things you want. Uh, but the best time for me personally, and it's something I would suggest you try, is just before you're going to sleep on a night. Just before you're going to sleep at night, as you're kind of drifting off, your brain is very susceptible to ideas. Because it's relaxed, you know, it's not got the, the egos started to go to sleep. So you don't have the same battle with having to kind of commit, believe, or what's the word I'm looking for, convince yourself that actually this stuff is real. Visualization before you go to sleep is, is, is wonderful. I do it every single night. I visualize before I go to sleep and I use that 15 or 20 minutes as I'm falling off to sleep to really get clear with my vision for the future, the thing that I imagine, the thing that I'm trying to come, in, make, come into my life. I use that point, you know, and you're going to sleep anyway. So it's not like you find an extra time in your day. You're just using that little bit of time before you go to sleep in a more effective way. 
Um, but like it, like I said, you've got to do the work. You've got to put this work in. Doing this every day, doing this every night, that's the work. And if you don't do the work, we're never going to get the results. No matter what you try, you know, take it back to the weight loss and back to the uh, the running the marathon. If you want to run a marathon, you're going to have to put significant effort in to do that. You're going to have to put a lot of time into training. If you want to lose weight, especially if you've got significant weight to use, you're going to have to put time into losing that weight in a safe and um, reliable way. In the same way with visualization, you have to put time in. And no doubt can come in. Because doubt is the way, it's your ego actually is doubt. Doubt's ego saying, no, you can't have that. Your ego's trying to keep you safe. Generally, if you want to move somewhere away from where you are to something else, it will see some element of risk in that will the ego. The ego wants you to keep you in the same place, doing the same stuff that it thinks is safe, thinks it's helping you. It's actually hurting you, but it thinks it's helping you. So don't blame the ego as a bad thing. We all have one. But you have to push through that and say, do you know what? I'm going there. And be willing to take the little bits of action. I always talk about the action you should take. should not be too big to start with. Little steps is what it's all about. Small steps in the right direction is what you've got to take. You know, you might be you might be wanting to do something that involves a massive change. Don't do that massive change all overnight. Take it in steps, little steady steps, just outside your comfort zone. That's where we're as most effective. If it's way out of our comfort zone, it'll scare the shit out of us. We won't do it. We'll become so uncomfortable, we won't do it. Just little small steps and allow yourself to move towards that that you want to be, do or have. The secret, I believe, did more harm than good because a lot of people read it and then they tried it and it didn't work because there was no talk about doing the work in between. You didn't take the action. You didn't follow through. You didn't look at the opportunities. Um, something happened to me a couple of days ago is I was I was visualizing myself doing more um, speaking. I was doing, I was visualizing myself um, picking up some more clients, and then I had a phone call with an opportunity and it, out of the blue, you know, somebody came up with a with with a chance to do something, and I thought actually. That's interesting because that might take me closer to doing more of the speaking. It's not a speaking job I've been given, but it's something that may lead to a speaking job. So again, because I'm focused on where I want to be, doing more speaking, doing more talking, doing more writing potentially, all these things are in there in my kind of imagined future, then I can see this is a potential way to get there. So it informs our choices. If you think this stuff is kind of way out, don't start with big stuff. You can start with something small. Visualize somebody that you haven't seen for a while coming back into your acquaintance. And you might be surprised, you know, you might be on Facebook next and see see them there and you think, oh, I'll just send them a message. It doesn't matter what you visualize and what you imagine. Start with things small and just practice this. Practice believing and visualizing something will show up, then looking at the opportunities that come up to take you there. I did this today, actually. In fact, I forgot about this. It, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Um, there'll be no goose roses Christmas. We're vegetarians, so we're gonna have. Uh, well, we're having fish. This, this, uh, we're having fish for Christmas lunch. First time I've had a turkey for years. Anyway, I was thinking about Christmas, and my job is to be in charge of the Christmas pudding. Um, I've said I'll sort the Christmas pudding out, and I wanted to get a really nice Christmas pudding. Anyway, today. I went to see my daughter this morning on my way back home. I've kind of got this Christmas pudding in my mind, thinking, well, I've got to go shopping. Maybe I should pick a Christmas pudding up. Um, I wanted to get one that were nice. Anyway, I went past the shop, Aldi's actually, great shop Aldi's in the UK. Love a bit of Aldi. 
Went in there to pick up things for dinner this evening. While I was in there, I noticed they had two or three of these 30-month matured Christmas puddings. Well, goodness me. Marketing sold me on that. 30 months, matured, Christmas pudding, cognac, all this kind of stuff, fresh fruit. I'm having a portion of that. Actually, I bought eight portions of that. It's a whack-off thing. But all of a sudden, because I was focused on that, that I was wanted to imagine, and I've imagined the Christmas lunch already and the wonderful pudding I'm going to put on. Not that I'm making it, I'm going to buy it and put it in the microwave, but I'm imagining it on the table. Then all of a sudden, the opportunity to get it came up. Now, the like I said, the secret would have you believe you sit at home, visualise a Christmas pudding, and it will appear on your door. It ain't never going to happen. I had to go out, I had to go to Ali, I had to buy it. So, visualisation is really... You can put it into another term. You could say it's about focus. What you visualise on, you'll start to focus on, like the red BMW. If you focus on wanting the red BMW, you'll start to see more of them, and then you'll start to look at ways to find your way to that BMW. Same with the Christmas pudding with me. So this stuff does work. Like I say, I've, I've been into this now for about eight weeks. I'm, I'm really starting to use this in a more powerful way. Um, I'm starting to talk about it with my clients at the moment. I'll start saying, look, you know, start to visualize that that you want and see what comes up, what opportunities take you there. It is powerful. It's, it is one of the first things I learned, what is it now, so 22 years ago. I've used it over the years in many different circumstances, personally and professionally, and it's never let me down. The only time it hasn't worked is when I have visualized something and then all of a sudden didn't take the action that came up. I missed the opportunity because I was either too timid or I, I I'll, I'll do it later. You have to take the action. And like I say, if you have experienced worry, if you have sat and worried about something that's not happened yet, you already are using this imagination and visualization. You're just using it in a very in a way that's not really serving you. You gotta flick that around. <sighs> anyway. I want to talk about that because it's in my mind at the moment. There may well be other podcasts about this because it's. I think it's a really strong subject. I think it's something that can help you immensely. If you're struggling with something right now, you're not where you want to be, visualise where you want to be, take the action to get there, and then you will start to understand and appreciate the power of imagination and visualisation. There you go. Hope you've enjoyed that. Um, any questions about it, let me know through garthboot.com. You can drop me a, a message on there through the Contact Me page. Check out the blogs, because I've been writing one or two blogs recently on garethboot.com, which uh, just simple, little simple tips have been coming to me on the morning, things you can do to improve your well-being, your, your kind of mindset. And I'm going to continue doing that, sort of small things every day. And I'm, I'm blogging a bit more regularly than I thought I would be at the moment. I'm quite enjoying it. So check that out if you haven't checked them out. Uh, thank you for listening. And until the next podcast, take care.